Hello and welcome to another episode of the 40 and Over Project podcast. Thank you for stopping by. Thank you for listening. Um, This time I wanted to lighten (laughs) the discussion a little bit. Um, I know a lot of us have been watching Bridgerton on Netflix, a series um, by Shonda uh, Rhimes from the Scandal fame and Grey's Anatomy fame from ABC, who is now, you know, uh, partnered with Netflix and signed a a, a ridiculous deal um, to uh, write um, and direct um, shows for them. And so one of the more infamous shows that's on or it's it's on now most people have probably watched all eight episodes of the first season called Bridgerton it's a British show very diverse cast and it's um it's just sweeping the nation so I know a lot of you have watched it I had a discussion on my um uh, in my Facebook group about it and I just wanted to just mention it on my podcast and talk about it a little bit because it's a phenomenal show. I may, and forgive me if I break into a, a uh, British accent a couple of times during this discussion because you can't help but break into a British accent when you watch that show um, or any British show for that matter. If you watch any British show for up to an hour, you will come out talking uh, with a British accent. So just a warning for those of you who have never watched a British show. But I digress. Um, but, but I just wanted to talk about Bridgerton a little, uh, for a little bit. Um, I think in the middle of this pandemic, as we still are in the middle of it, um, it's been a breath of fresh air to have something, you know, it's a soap opera, you know. So, you know, I, I've spoken to a lot of men who are like, um, I'm not really sure if I want to watch that. However, it's a good show. It's a it's it's very soap opera like, but it's a good show and it's a like I said a breath of fresh air, a break from reality. It's set back in the 1800s, maybe even earlier than that. But it's during the time of Queen Charlotte who um was the queen of England um during that time. And so I just wanted to talk a little bit about a couple of things today, um about, a little bit about the history, especially Queen Charlotte who was black. Um, I know a lot of y'all, that's hard to to fathom, however, but she was a black queen in England. She was very light-skinned, very fair, but she was black, uh, biracial, if you will, um, by today's standards. Um, I want to talk about our favorite characters, um, a little bit about the relation to modern times and women and women's rights, um, and the fact that, you know, Netflix has signed eight more seasons for this show. Um, so if you missed the first season, I didn't, and you can't, if you have Netflix, you can't really miss it. You can catch up. You got plenty of time to catch up because I don't think the second season's coming on until 2022, possibly. Hopefully they'll move it up and give it to us sooner. However, there's some shows I've been waiting on that haven't been on for almost two years now for a new season. So Bridgerton's probably not coming anytime soon with the new season, but you have plenty of time to check, uh, catch up on the first season. Anywho, um... I just want to give a shout out to Queen Charlotte. Um, Queen Charlotte, I love her. She gives me life. Um, the character who plays her gives me life. Um, I'm the woman, the actress that plays her, rather, gives me all of the life. <laughs> because she's all of the things. Um, all of the attitude that black women have. All of the big hair that we have. All of the fashion. I mean, she's a black, black church fashion show walking. 
in this show. And I love that they did this. I love that Shonda Rhimes did this and made her the character that she made her. Um, Because she's larger than life, which a lot of black women are in real life are larger than life. And so I love that she did that and put this woman on display in the 1800s, like just beautifully. Um, She's, I think she's my favorite character. Hashtag black queens, hashtag Bridgerton, um, hashtag Queen Charlotte. (laughs) So I just wanted to um, also share an article with you, a little bit of an article that was written about Queen Charlotte. Because a lot of people don't know the history of her, but I just wanted to share a little bit. So this was from Oprah uh, Magazine. Um, It was an article written on December 27, 2020. Um, It's called Bridgerton's Queen Charlotte Was a Real Royal. It's by an article by Mackenzie uh, Jean-Philippe. I'm going to say it the French way, although it might just be Jean Philip. But I'm going to go with Mackenzie Jean-Philippe. It was written on December 27, 2020 for Oprah magazine. And I'm just going to read parts of it. Um, aside from the scene-stealing Simon, Duke of Hastings, who is fine, fine, fine. Let's just pause there. Roger Jean Page. I'm going to say his name French just because he deserves for somebody to say it correctly. And my limited French, I'm just going to go with Roger Jean Page. And I think that's the way it's pronounced. But let's just stop there. Talk about the Duke real quick. Fine black actor from uh, uh the uk beautiful 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 i just i can't even say it anymore but i i digress again to continue with the article um aside from the scene stealing simon duke of hastings Roger jean page and our heroine daphne phoebe dynavore not to mention the disembodied voice of Julie Andrews. One of our favorite characters of Shondaland's Bridgerton was the gossip-loving Queen Charlotte. Again, I'm reading from an article in Oprah Magazine from December 2020. From her icy stare and commanding presence to her over-the-top wigs and unapologetically opulent gowns, we can never thank showrunner Chris Van Dusen enough for adding her character played by Golda Rose Chevelle, that's the actress's name, she's phenomenal, um, to the romantic drama. Particularly seeing as Queen Charlotte, who was a real monarch of the Regency era. So here we go with the history part, because I don't know what to call that era, but it's called the Regency era from 1761 to 1818. That's when she reigned was not in the Julia Quinn book series the show is adapted from. So they added Queen Charlotte to um, Bridgerton. To continue with this OprahMag.com article from December 2020, Queen Charlotte opened up an entirely new world for us. Van Dusen tells OprahMag.com about the series, which takes place in 1813 London. 1813 London, so remember that. What really struck me with the books from the beginning is that this was an opportunity to marry history and fantasy in a really exciting, interesting way. So in Queen Charlotte, that was the history. And then it was thinking of these fantastical scenes and situations to put her in that were really fun to write too. Again, I'm reading from an OprahMag.com article um, that was written in December 2020 about Bridgerton. For Quinn, the royal was a welcome addition to the Bridgerton universe, confessing to OprahMag.com that she even wrote a fan letter to Rochevelle after seeing her performance. 
I go back and forth between wishing I had actually written her in the books and then being glad I didn't because I don't know if I could have done as good a job, Quinn says. Now, they're talking to the author of the, of the book series. Um, if you don't know, the Bridgerton books was a different title, I believe, but um, it, it was a book series before it became a TV show. And so that's where they adapted the story from. But they added the Queen Charlotte character, which, again, is phenomenal. Um, to continue with the article from OprahMag.com, what was intriguing to the writer was the debate amongst historians over whether or not the real Queen Charlotte was black. One particular researcher has tracked the royal's genealogy and believes he's found evidence that was that she was, despite peers contesting his findings. Of course they contested it. I mean, come on, it's history, and no one ever wants to, you know to agree that our history is convoluted no one ever wants to do that but despite Pierce contesting findings Quinn looked into how that influenced the world of the Netflix series I don't think it's ever going to be proven or disproven to be honest with you Quinn says but let's say she was black and what if that was accepted at the time and people acknowledged that and then she was that position to lift other people of color to higher positions in society what would society look like ahead um, they are, they're going to explore the life of Queen Charlotte that was inspired by the Bridgerton character. They do that and they have some, if you have time to go find this article at uh, OprahMag.com. Um, the article again is by um, Mackenzie Jean-Philippe. They wrote it on December 27, 2020 for OprahMag.com. I encourage you to go find the article entitled Bridgerton's Queen Charlotte was a Real Royal. They go a, a little more also into the history and they also have some awesome, awesome portraits you know back in the day they hand painted portraits they didn't have cameras so they have some awesome portraits of queen charlotte and even when um i think it was one of those british tv shows came out um a while ago uh there's a black lady who's done a lot of research on queen charlotte um i don't know if a lot of people know that the whole north carolina is named (laughs) uh well not the, the whole north carolina but charlotte north carolina in particular is named after queen charlotte um who was a black woman and so i don't think a lot of people know that um but yeah queen charlotte had 15 children they don't talk about that a lot in the show i hope they explore that a little bit more in the next um next uh uh, season season two because they don't they only mention one child passing away sorry if i you know spoiler alert but they only mention one child who passed away um in the show the first season but she apparently had 15 children, which I couldn't, I couldn't imagine. Shouts out to all you mothers who have more than two or three or four or five children in the house at once, let alone 15. I mean, my grandmother had 11. So shouts out, love her. However, oh Lord, 15. So yeah, Queen Charlotte was born Sophia Charlotte of Mecklenburg Strelitz to a German Duke and Princess on May 19, 1740. 1744 so let's back up mecklenburg mecklenburg county in um in charlotte that you know that is her lineage um again reading from an article oprahmag.com about the show bridgerton um she became queen of britain and ireland after marrying king george iii in london in september 1761 the young royal was 17 so uh, these women were very young back in the day when they, you know, married these men, um, 17, while her husband was 23, so that was considered old back then, 23, woohoo, 
According to the royal family's official website, the couple wed just six hours after Charlotte arrived in England and they met for the first time. So clearly this was arranged, clearly. Despite only brief mentions of kids in Bridgerton, the real Queen Charlotte gave birth to 15 children with 13 surviving until adulthood. And as mentioned in a dinner conversation between the Queen and King in episodes 5, the Duke and I, their youngest child, Princess Amelia, died at 27 in 1810, just three years before Bridgerton takes place. However, their 13th and 14th children, Prince Octavius and Prince Alfred, died at ages four and two, respectively. Um, and Queen Charlotte also, according to this article from OprahMag.com, may have been the first black British royal. And again, they have some awesome portraits in this article, so I encourage you to go uh, visit OprahMag.com um, to see, read the article, but also see the hand-painted portraits they have of her, and they're beautiful in the article. Um, again, to, to, to take some more from the article, the, the theory that Queen Charlotte may be the first mixed-race or black British royal begins with the genealogical research of historian Mario de Valdez y Cocombe who began his studies in 1967, according to the Washington Post. Queen Charlotte, wife of the English King George III, 1738 to 1820, was directly descended from Margaret de Castro y Sousa, a black branch of the Portuguese royal house, Valdez wrote for PBS's Frontline. Y'all, our history is so convoluted, so all over the place, so, but I'm glad people are doing the research now. Like we, uh, you know, I'm not going to say any particular group, but some people, I'll just say that some people want to hide and brush under the rug the history of, of British history, the history of American history, but all of it is so tied together in black history. And I really need people to understand that. And there's nothing wrong with that. We're all connected. Like if you believe in God, God made all of us. So why wouldn't we all be connected in some way? Why would you want to then stifle or leave out that part of, of, of a history? I digress again. However, I just think it's wonderful. I love the Queen Charlotte story. And I hope they make a whole movie just about her. I, w- I want a whole movie or show just about Queen Charlotte. Because her life is phenomenal. Um, and just to read another little part about this. According to the Washington Post, Valdez said that Portuguese royal Alfonso III's mistress, Oyurana, they had some black names, just like we got black names now. Oyurana was a black moor. And I'm going to spell Oyurana for you. It's O-U-R-U-A-N-A. That sounds like somebody, something somebody would spell today. Yeah, her name is Oyurana. With a, and, a, and I'm surprised there's not an accent on it, but that's a whole nother story. Um, but Oyurana was a black moor. He pointed to Charlotte's physician using the outdated and offensive term mulatto to describe her appearance, which, if you know mulatto, very light-skinned and, you know, biracial, assumed to be biracial, um, that, a term that also was used in America. Um, but they used that to describe her appearance. He also said a prime minister depicted her in a racist manner by describing stereotypical features, writing her nose is too wide and her lips too thick. They did that with us, and they still do that with us. Fortunately, media and other um, other uh, avenues of delivering information about us is is moving forward with that, and we don't get a lot of that as much. But that's how they used to talk about us um, in modern 
day America. So I'm not shocked or surprised that they talked about Queen Charlotte in the same way. Um, Valdez also observed various portraits of Queen Charlotte, noting they featured the royal with a darker skin tone and curly hair. Not a shocker. So I just wanted to share some of that with you about Queen Charlotte, because again, she's my favorite character on the Bridgerton show. Um, And if you get a chance to watch the first season on Netflix, please, please, please do. Um, Again, Netflix has signed for eight more seasons uh, with Shonda Rhimes to do um, that show. And I can't wait to see the next season. I'm not going to give any more spoilers on the first season. And ladies and men, whoever, whatever you like, that Duke, Duke Simon, what? Y'all, if, oh, if you haven't seen him and there's talks of him possibly, I, I don't know if this is just a rumor. But there's talks of him possibly playing James Bond. Y'all, I will be COVID or no COVID. I will have 10 masks on my face in the front row at the theater. Because I, I would have to see I would have to see him on the big screen. I can't watch that on my little tablet or my TV or my computer. If he played James Bond, yo, I'm definitely going to have to go to the movie theater for that. Okay? So, that's my synopsis of Bridgerton. I will leave you with my British accent and just encourage you to watch it. It's a great break from dealing with the COVID and then homeschooling and all this stuff we're dealing with right now, working from home, all of this. It's a great break. Get you a glass of wine or something and watch it um, and just have fun with it. And again, thank you for listening to the 40 and Over Project podcast. Make sure you stop by my Facebook uh, group page, www.facebook.com slash groups slash the 40 and Over Project podcast. That's my Facebook group. Go ahead and join it. Also, stop by my blog, uh, the 40 and Over Project.com. Again, have a great week. Peace.